Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm so excited to have you on today. We are going to talk to a gentleman. He is on the other side of the country from us, really, really doing some cool work. His name's Joshua Lewis. I would love to have you go find his website. It's hopeparanormal.com. Look at the work he's doing. He's doing things that, that nobody else is. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. He he ties things together that nobody else does. I'm super impressed with this young man. I uh, can't wait to talk to him. We're going to talk about a couple of different things. We're going to talk about what it's like to be a medium, the, the psychic type thing. We're also going to talk about a very famous contact he has had. And when I tell you it's somebody that Jordan, you know Jordan, you hear him every day, Jordan Buscarini. Jordan has a favorite sports star that recently passed, and Joshua has been in contact. So I think you're going to enjoy this. I know Jordan is going to. Uh, stick with us. We're going to be back in a moment, but don't forget, go see our friends at the Eastern Utah History and Tourism Association. See what they have going on, Darren and Sue Ann. They are great. They are great friends, great people. They keep us on the air. Thank you, Darren and Sue Ann. We'll be right back with Joshua Lewis talking about stuff on the other side of the veil. On my side of the universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. We are going to have some fun today. We've got a gentleman named Joshua on here. He's the uh, the leader, the grand poobah, if you will, of Hope Paranormal. You can find his work at hopeparanormal.com. He does a lot of different things. He, uh, he does paranormal work. He is a medium. We're going to talk about all of that. And um, I would like you guys to go see his website while we're while we're chatting as well. If you go to hopeparanormal.com, you can see the kind of work that Josh does. Josh, welcome to my side of the universe. Oh, it's my honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, usually when I'm, when I'm talking to somebody and they're in the paranormal or they've done some work like you do with the mediums, medium work, I like to know what started it. So maybe if you could tell us how you got interested in the paranormal, and then kind of slide that question into um, why, or, or yeah, maybe why you decided to, to develop your abilities as a medium, and and how you did that. It, I know that's a gigantic question. I just threw sure. you to start yeah, off. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I have a, you know, there's a lot to my story, so you know, and I don't mind talking, so I can definitely ramble for a while. So I got to be kind of more concise to what I'm saying sometimes, but you know, um, I started 2012, um, me and my, um, girlfriend at the time we were, um, interested in the paranormal. We had seen shows, we had, uh, seen a couple different YouTube videos, but we didn't know what really to believe. Um, I didn't know what to believe. She didn't know what to believe. So really the best way when someone feels that way is to get their own personal experience with it. So, um, we saw a couple different people and like ghost adventures using some of these little handheld radio boxes, little ghost boxes and, and then recorders, little handheld digital recorders and 
that's all. And that stuff wasn't that expensive. So we, we ordered it online and, uh, just like anybody else, that's a, a novice ghost hunter or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we went out to cemeteries and just started, um, recording, not knowing what we were doing, asking questions, um, and you know, not hearing a whole lot of things in real time. Um, I definitely had had a spirituality, a belief in a higher power. I was raised Catholic, but, um, don't really necessarily go to church like that anymore. But, you know, I believe in Jesus Christ. He's, he's who I choose to call, uh, my savior. But, um, so I had an idea of like a, a God notion, but really not really what was going on in the afterlife and what was happening and are there really spirits and can they be there still and talk to you. So when I went home after recording this stuff, I ended up hearing a lot of little messages like, help me, I'm stuck or get out. You know, um, those were probably the most common that I would hear and it would happen over and over again. And it would happen on a recorder, which would be just a regular EVP, which is an electronic voice phenomenon, just kind of a whisper on a recorder. And then I would hear it also when I'd ask a question using the little spirit box, which is a, a radio that scans multiple stations over a, a quick, you know, like milliseconds, uh, 150 milliseconds. So it's just kind of a dip, 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 kind of a, a, a quick thing. And so, you know, spirits can use audio sources and manipulate the audio to formulate what they want. Not all of them can do that, but that's what we found. And so that really kind of piqued my interest. And after you hear someone or a voice, I should say, ask help, ask for help, uh, numerous times, it's hard to hear that and not at least wonder if there was anything that, um, you could do, you know, um, still being alive in a body, you know, if there's anything that can be done. And, and so I, I prayed and I asked my higher power, I said, Hey, if there's anything I can do to help these spirits say a na say a prayer or, or, or whatever, um, let me do that or show me, you know? And about a week later, after asking that, um, I met this woman who's a medium and it's a crazy story. Um, and so I said, Hey, would you mind coming out with us to one of the cemeteries that we go to or whatever? And she said, sure. I'll, I've never done that. I do readings for people, but I've never done any of that kind of paranormal work. And she humored us and she met us one night and, and I had picked up some names from spirits at, at, at one of these locations. I had gone to multiple times, the same location. And I didn't tell her anything. And, and, and I said, Hey, you know, connect to someone that's here or see maybe if someone. And immediately she connected with names that we had picked up on our recorder and never told her. Wow. So that got me to really, really kind of go, wait a minute, this is interesting. I mean, she was a little kooky, you know, as from what I could understand, I didn't understand mediums or psychics or anything like that. So, and she's, she's picking up information that was recorded. And so, you know, she started doing her channeling and, and, and it, it seemed that the ones that were asking for help and all that, uh, they had a little bit of a story to them and whether someone believes the story that was being channeled by the medium or not. What I found interesting was that I would run my little spirit box at the time that she would be talking to these spirits and she would be saying something like, you know, for the spirit, she would be saying like, you know, speaking as the spirit in a sense. And she'd say, uh, you know, I feel stuck. I, I don't know what to do. I haven't seen the light, you know? 
And when she would say this phrase, more times than not, a little part of that phrase would come through the spirit box at the same time. So what was crazy was, was this woman that, you know, was saying what she was saying. Uh, and then all of a sudden there's this little sound bite that comes through and it kind of corroborates what she's saying. So that, that, that really kind of hooked us. And, and from there, um, it was weird because, you know, she said, you know, we worked with her for a couple months and we recorded some wonderful things. All of that early work is on my channel. Um, and she tells my girlfriend, she says, I'm being told by spirit that you are going to get this ability to, to, to channel and to, to be psychic. And my girlfriend didn't believe it. And I didn't know what to believe. And she said, you'll get it in about a month. Well, a month came and passed. And my girlfriend, Nikki, at the time, you know, she, she, didn't, she didn't get it. Uh, she didn't have anything that she felt. And she was kind of, you know, a little upset. Like, she didn't want to go back out with the woman again and work with her. She felt like there was something going on there. But one night on Christmas Eve, I came home from work. And uh, Nikki says, I feel different. I feel weird. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, I, I don't know. Ask me a question about someone that you knew or something. I feel like it has to do with that. And I asked to speak to a friend that she knew, you know, she didn't know about that had passed. And uh, every bit of information she got was correct. So from that point forward, she had this ability. And it was weird. And we were trying to understand it. And I was researching it, asking her questions and testing her. And she was, she was right. And a few months after that, she now Nikki being the one who's channeling and getting information says to me, I'm being told by spirit that you are going to have this ability. The same thing that, that the medium told, told uh, my partner, Nikki and a month goes by and I don't get anything. And I'm feeling kind of weird. You know, I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, are you sure this is kind of strange? I don't know if I buy all this, but this, <laughs> there's a lot of undeniable stuff here. And, uh, one night I came home from work and I, I felt, I, I don't know how to describe it. I felt a little uh, different. Uh, I felt a little bit more plugged in, almost felt like my thoughts. There was thoughts that were coming to me that were not of my own. It's the best way I can describe it. And, um, you know, I started, I asked Nikki, I said, Hey, you know, give me a little, you know, you know give me someone that, you know, let me, you know, is there a relative that you have that you know some personal information about? And ask me, let me see what I, and I started picking up stuff that was accurate. You know, at that point, I knew that there was something really special going on. And I found, um, I asked, you know, again, my higher power, I prayed, I said, hey, you know, direct me, I want to develop this, what do I do? And I started searching online, and I found another psychic, and I didn't need a, a reading of any kind. I wanted to find a way to develop it, work with someone. And I saw on the psychic's page that she had attended the school called the International School of Clairvoyance. This woman, Deborah uh, Katz, runs it, and I, I reached out to her. And it was one of the best things I had ever done. She um, worked with me very closely, privately, one-on-one, -on -one, and I paid her to do so. And she helped me over the course of two years um, learn to develop my psychic and, and you know mediumship abilities um, to the point that she was getting readings from me, and it was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience. Um, 
and uh, I do I do readings today. So it, it's something that I believe everyone has, whether or not you believe in it, whether or not you want to develop it. You know, everyone has the ability uh, of intuition. So that's pretty much about the quickest way I can tell you <laughs> about how it all started. <laughs> that that is awesome. Um, we've we've got a few minutes before we have to break away. You know, a couple minutes. I and I hopefully this isn't too big of a question, and I hope I don't come across as a jerk. Many times when okay. I talk to people about um, you know helping helping spirits go over to the other side, I I don't understand the process, and I I will say something to the effect of, I don't know how this can work. We're we're telling something that's in a different. A different place, a, a different um, set of a different place of evolution, or <clears throat> whatever they may be, <clears throat> to go do something. And I feel like it's no different than us telling the fish in a stream, "Hey, go over there. There's some juicy bugs." Um, teaching a fish how to swim or something. I've never been able to understand how somebody that's locked into the body would would understand what's happening in the spirit world better than the spirit. And I That's do, a great question. I love that you asked the higher power for help on that. But yeah, and, and I, I, I promise I'm not being uh, obnoxious with this. No, I just no, don't no, get no. it. If you're respectful, I tell anybody, if you're respectful and you have skeptical questions or you, you, know, you want to know, then I'll answer anything. I'll go into anything with you because I was once that too. I, 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 you know, I'm doing this research because I wanted to know myself firsthand. And that's the only research I can trust, to be honest with you. I mean, there's others out there I know doing some great work. But, I mean, I don't trust anyone else's work other than my own because I trust, you know. Sure. And so, um, I, you know, to that question, I really can't answer that in a, in a less than a minute. Um, I, I, I can touch on that as much as you want. But um, that, that, that's a multifaceted <laughs> answer. Um, I threw it because, at the wrong time, and I apologize. No, that's for that. okay. It's just that <laughs> I, I don't want to cheat you and or any of your, your audience with with that answer. I'll give yeah. you the answer from what I can understand. That doesn't mean I'm right. I'm no expert either. You know, I've just been doing this eight years, and I've worked very hard, uh, and I've had some wonderful, amazing results. It does not make me an expert in any way. There are people out there that know the, the you know, information that I just don't know. Uh, and I know information that other people don't know. So it's, you know, but uh, if you want, I'll answer that when we get back if you want. But yeah. I don't want to start answering that if, if, if it's going to be, uh, I'm going to get cut off, I guess. We, we don't want to cut you off. That is for sure. Josh, we're going we're gonna to go to break just a little early and then we can have a little extra time after. So um, let's do that. Let's go to break now and we'll talk to you okay. some more. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll break away. We'll be right back, folks, with more My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. We're joined by Joshua today of Hope Paranormal. He's talking about his medium ability, and um, that doesn't mean that he only is developed to a medium level. I'm talking about his ability to be a medium. Um, so, Josh, when we broke away, you were going to explain to us how it is that you helped and, and helped you know, me more than anybody else with the understanding of it. 
Yeah, I mean, the question is, how are we able to help Spirit? It doesn't make any sense. They're on the other side. What do we know? We're the ones in the in the in the not knowing place. So how would that even? And 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 are we egotistical to think that we have some kind of godlike abilities to save souls? Okay, no, it's a great point and a great question. Um, I never went into this thinking that when I heard the, the, the request from the voices on the other side, whether it be through a recorder or a spirit box or whatever, or even a medium, um, you know, help me. Um, I had to say, well, what is it that I'm going to do? What can I do? You know, I'm not, I'm not God, you know, if you're stuck, which I don't understand, then there might be a very good reason for that. Right. You know, um, so I still don't fully understand how it is that I'm fully helping, but I know a lot more than I did when I started. I'll tell you that. Um, people are, we, you know, we are souls. We are souls in our bodies. Um, and we have a lot of power. We have keys to a Rolls Royce and we think we drive a Honda. That's literally the situation that we have here. Um, we, we do not, we don't know 80% of the features in this car that we are driving that we own. Okay. Um, that's the reality. We know we can go from point A to point B. We know we can, you know, smell and see and hear and touch, but there's a lot of things, um, metaphysical that we, that the body, that the soul inside the body can do that a soul without a body can't do. Um, the main reason people get spirits get stuck is because of resentment, you know, anger, fear, fear being the underlying emotion of it all, um, and attachment. So if someone dies and they're angry about how they died, there's a good chance they're not going to go to the next level right away. If they're still worried about their family and they don't want to trust um, in the system, in the process, you know, and they want to hang around, they may not cross. They may stick around, um, to be around their family. If they feel res- uh, anger, um, resentment, someone, maybe they got killed and they want to haunt the guy or whatever it is that, that, you know, the reason that these are all reasons that people get stuck. Um, the lack of belief in a higher power, that doesn't mean that you have to believe in specifically Jesus Christ to get to he- heaven. And I know that there are some Christians or Catholics that are cringing listening to me say that. I believe in Jesus Christ. I pray to Jesus Christ. So I have no problem saying that. But you have to understand something that, you know, it's all God is either everything or he's nothing. And so the fact is, is that if someone God gave us free will, um, he doesn't take that away. It's one of the greatest gifts or curses that man could have is the ability to do whatever it is that they want to do. There are consequences for our actions. We know this, okay? It's part of the whole law. But the fact is, is that if I want to go as a child of God, my whole existence in a body and not acknowledge God one time, I have that right. And God gives us that right, which is pretty wild, you know? And so that still extends into the afterlife. So if I lived my life and I did what I wanted to do, I mean, I wasn't a bad, bad but let's say I didn't do much to try to help people. I really only worked towards myself, my job, and what I could get, my property, my materialistic things. Let's say that, you know, when someone drops something, I would pick it up and say, hey, it's their loss. It's mine now. You know, there's a kind of attitude, you know. And if I didn't really want to go after the idea or seek a higher power in the sense of trying to find some kind of spirituality, then when I get 
when I die and I go to the afterlife, there's going to be a learning process that should have been done here as opposed to the other side. And so that causes people to get stuck. And so what I found was through extensive recordings and, and, and multiple sessions and readings is that um, a spirit that sees someone that has a bright light or has a spirituality about them, has a little bit of an understanding of God, is going to hang around them regardless of whether that other person or that, you know, that spirit is dead already on the other side. The other side could just be a, a stuck place. There's multiple levels to the afterlife. It's not just heaven, hell, and purgatory, I believe. I believe there's multiple levels above us, higher dimensions. Um, the higher you go, the more light you can take on, the more, um, you know, the more of a divine understanding you have, less ego you have. But it's still possible to to die and go to the other side and still have an ego. I pick up many responses that are, you know, very human-like responses. I get responses that are, I'm tired. Uh, I'm going to go eat something. Um, I mean, they say things a lot of times that are, uh, you know, very interesting and very curious. Like, well, why would that be the case? Because they're still living in a very human-like state. Okay. That's all they've known. So what I found was many times is that when I asked them, if I heard someone say, help me, and I said, okay, I'm going to visualize the light coming down. I'm just going to visualize it around me. I'm going to visualize a spirit, which would be them, the one I'm talking to. I'm going to visualize the light going around them. And I'm going to suggest to that spirit for them to ask for Jesus or ask for God. Just start asking, start giving you know, forgiving yourself for anything you're holding on to and start, you know, asking for that higher power with me visualizing. They then say, I don't just leave it up to my psychic ability for the validation. I turn on the recorder. I turn on the boxes and you hear them say, thank you. I see light. I have light. I feel light. Thank you. Wow. They've even said, I see Jesus. I see God. So something, there's a bridge. I don't think I have the ability to do it. I don't think that I can save anyone. I think what's going on is that I'm allowing God to use me as a channel in that moment, just as a, a piece of, of the conduit, a conduit in a sense. That's all it is. If, if I'm a bridge, then I'm being used by my higher power. So I don't have any ego in the sense of, oh, I'm the one that will save you. Come to me. I'll bring you light. That's bull. You know, that's bull. I, that doesn't yeah. work. I, I think it's about it's about giving the credit to uh, our higher power, whoever that may be, whether that be Buddha, Allah, Krishna, Jesus. It's a lot of masters. There's a lot of wonderful help out there that we can enlist or ask. You know, ask for for assistance. Very good. You you actually explained it to me, and I've asked that question many many times. I've I've done hundreds of paranormal investigations, and I just like you're saying, I have I, I've lost count of how many recordings I have that sound like somebody saying, "Help me." Mm -hmm. There there is a lot out there, and I just I don't know why I was so fixated on on you know you know what do we know, but uh, that was really a beautiful description, and and I could see it happening and. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time to explain oh, that yeah. to us. So that that Thank was you. really nice. Um, Great. So you um, so you helped them cross. You've you've done a lot. I, I, the other thing I'm fascinated by is most people that are doing this don't have that 
recording confirmation. Um, I've, I've talked to many people that say they're a medium and they're talking about the, the things around us and the different things. But with the exception of one person, um, they have not had that interaction on the recordings. Um, used to work with a young man that could, you know, he would, he would say things and, and, um, actually tell them, Hey, will you say, will you say your name? And, and he'd write down the name that he wanted them to say. And, um, he could do it in a different state. And, you know, there was, there was a lot of unusual things like that going on with the recording tied in, like you're talking about. So I'm impressed that you're Absolutely. getting that, um, that you're getting that kind of validation. Um, this and this is going to be a little bit off topic, and I apologize. But the first time you heard an EVP, did uh, did you about jump out of your skin? Yeah, but not because <laughs> of not because of fear, but because of I just found gold. Like it was like it was um, so I exciting. Just found I found a I found a hole through the veil. Yeah, and I was gifted. I was. Um, I was blessed enough. You know, I, I heard someone, I, I saw, I read something, you know, when, when you capture a piece of, of paranormal evidence, an EVP, uh, whatever, uh, an orb, a certain, you know, apparition, it's like God allowing you to sit at the big boy table. You know, it's a <laughs> gift. It's a, it's a serious gift. So that's what I felt when I first heard it. I said, Holy cow, yeah. this is real. So that, that, that was a big deal for me, you know? Yeah, it was it was like my entire body was electrically charged when I heard that first one. And and like you said, I'm I'm lucky enough to see it. It's like it's like catching a a home run when yeah. you're a fan or you know, it was just well, it's obviously bigger than that, but I'm I'm trying to put it into perspective. No, it's a wonderful feeling. It wasn't there was no fear associated with it right. at all, really. Right. Yeah, and it was and yeah, just so alive, so crazy uh excited. Um, that you're, you're part of the part of the group. You said the big boy table. I love that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's truly what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna tease the audience a little bit. Um, the reason that we reached out to you is our producer Jordan Buscarini. Everybody that listens to this knows Jordan. He's a he's a very very well known and respected air on air personality here, and um, he is a gigantic Kobe Bryant fan. And you have done some work that um, ties in with Kobe. So is mm-hmm. there about a two-minute teaser you could tell us about that and then go on yeah, to explain I'll, it in the next yeah, segment? Yeah, I'll tease you on this. this yeah. <laughs> um, so I was sitting somewhere um, uh, waiting to go into a – I was waiting in line somewhere, and um, I got the text or I got the update on my phone that Kobe Bryant and his daughter just went down in a helicopter crash. And something hit me. I mean, you know, I, I, I loved Kobe Bryant, but I wasn't, you know, like a huge, huge Kobe Bryant fan. But I've always followed his career. Um, and I was like, wow, you know, guy 41 years old and, and, and he had the, the world by the you know what. And, 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 you know, and he's with his daughter. And, you know, we all think we're somewhat untouchable to some degree, especially sometimes people in those positions where they have a lot of money and resources at their disposal. And in a second, it, you know, it could be gone. And what do we take with us? You know, I thought, and I said, wow, I, this is, that really, that really moved me. I was like, oh man. And I've reached out to high profile people before, and I've had a lot of success in doing it. I don't know what's going on other than the fact I've, I feel like I've got a wonderful spirit family and spirit team on the other side. 
one of my guides named Michael has been with me for a while now and comes through every recording and, and I feel like they really do a lot in helping. And I, and I kind of checked in with them and I said, you know, this whole thing with Kobe and they said, reach out to him. He'll, you know, he'll talk to you. And so I said, okay, then I'm going to prepare to, to reach out and ask, um, for Kobe. And the questions that people always ask is, first of all, why would Kobe Bryant come through to some guy in his office that he knew nothing about? Why would that even be possible? Um, and, you know, and I had this quick little analogy and then we'll let it go. I guess I'll say this, that I, I, I was I kind of asked that to my spirit team and I said, well, you know, what's the answer to that? And they said, picture Kobe and his daughter driving down a desert road. And they're in a nice car and they're going somewhere and they're driving through the desert and they get a, something happens with their engine and the car breaks down. Kobe's not a mechanic. So, and he can't get any cell signal and he can't call anyone. So they just have to sit there and here I come driving down the road and I happen to be a mechanic and I stop and I fix his car because it's very easy for me. Um, it's knowledge that I know. And, you know, you better believe that most likely Kobe, being the person he was would probably have floor seats waiting for me, you know, at uh, the <laughs> Staples Center. Okay, yeah. um, so th- th- that was an analogy. It didn't. It didn't mean that the mechanic was a special person. It just means that the timing was right and that he had a service. He had a quality that he was able to help um, this person with. So that's that's kind of the analogy that I was given when I wanted to ask about it. But the session was mind blowing. It yeah. really was. Absolutely, and and. People can see that if they go to your website, right? It's, it's um, on the channel, right? Yeah, the channel. You can get to my channel through the website, but yeah, if you go to my channel, uh, it's uh, YouTube.com/slash/HopeParanormalWhiteLight. Uh, White light. Okay, and or they can go to HopeParanormal.com. Yeah, they can go to yeah, right. They okay. can go to HopeParanormal.com. It's a lot easier, right? Okay, so either way they can do that. Very yep. good, and um, and you'll tell us you'll tell us kind of some of the stuff that went on. You probably don't want to spill all the beans, but if you know as much no. as you can share, I don't mind talking about it. It's fine. I'll talk <laughs> about it, whatever I remember. You know, because it's I do so many that it's uh, it's tough to remember everything. But yeah, no, I, it was a wonderful session. Interesting. All right, well, we'll be back in just a moment with more of Joshua talking about the. We're, what we're going to move into is the work he did with Kobe on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox, and I'm having an absolute blast with Joshua Lewis um, today talking about the work he's done as a medium, as a paranormal investigator, and I love the way he's combined the two. So we teased you that we were going to talk about what he did with Kobe. He reached out to Kobe, and uh, Josh, if you would, just just tell us what you remember about that that time you spent there. So... I have a technique that I use because um, uh, my good friend um, who's got a huge channel, I mean, he's got over a million subscribers and he's the one that's inspired me very much um, throughout these last eight years. We work very closely together. He, um, him and I, our work is very close and, and he scrutinized big time. His name is Steve Huff and he's a, he's a great friend of mine. And um, he, uh, him and I together have now found that 
without a doubt, our work has shown, our research has shown that spirit is able to manipulate audio in order to formulate their own, um, their own responses. Uh, they can take ambient sound, they can take, you know, radio sound source, um, you know, they can take frenetic sounds. Uh, There's a bunch of different ways that spirit can do that. And the ones that, you know, some are better than others in, in learning how to do that. Um, one of the things I like to try and do is I like to take an interview of the person and then I reverse it and then I chop it up. And I put a couple of different effects on it so that it is absolutely indiscernible. It is pure gibberish. It is, it is, I mean, there, even if you reversed it back, you still couldn't make out anything, but I really do this to make sure that there's not one word that can bleed through anywhere from the interview or anything like that. And, and so, um, I use a number of different devices and, and, and techniques, but this is a very, uh, very effective one for me where I will take it, I'll feed it through my, one of my boxes, you know, creating a little bit more reverb and echo. And it's all through vibrations, through sound, sound waves. They're able, it's almost like if you can envision a speaker and if someone was going to visually show you the sound coming out, you would see these sound waves coming out of the box and expanding into the atmosphere. Correct. And you, you could almost picture like a spirit or someone standing over those sound waves and being able to insert their message, I know it's a kind of a crude picture, but they're they're kind of they're, they're speaking into those sound waves and able to manipulate it. So, by using Kobe's voice, just his tone of his voice—that's all I needed. That's all I wanted. I didn't want any words from him. I'm inspiring him in a sense. I'm kind of motivating him to come through, connect to him psychically. I have to connect with him psychically. And then the evidence through the box is going to come through even better. That's just how it works. If anyone thinks they're going to be able to just turn on a box, you will get a couple of responses. But over time, you start to develop your own connection. And that connection creates better actual evidence, audible, visual evidence that will happen. And, and so I, I take his, his chopped up gibberish interview and I pipe it through my box and I, and I keep it quiet. And then I ask a question and then I raise – the volume, just allowing some to come through the box, just a few seconds. And it, you know, I've tried it before and it doesn't work sometimes, but the majority of times, especially if it's a very serious situation and and that spirit really wants to use it, they will use it. And there was no doubt for me that Kobe Bryant used this gibberish interview that I sound source that I used. He was able to use it. I asked if, if he had seen God, he says, yes, I've met God. Um, uh, he shared about his daughter. He told his wife that he loves her. Tell, you know, tell Vanessa, I love her or that I'm sorry. Um, he, he, he spoke on the recorder as well. So it wasn't just through the, through the sound source that I created. He spoke on the, just a regular Panasonic digital recorder, um, with a very clear message. He, he, uh, and you know, what was crazy was it was that w- when I was done or when it was towards the end of the session and a lot more information came through, you'll have to see the video to really get a grasp of it. But at the end, when he was done kind of with the interview, he goes, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with the interview or he says, I'm done and I'm going to leave now or something. And I thought that, I thought that was amazing. And what, what I thought was even crazier was that 
when I posted the video, there was a lot of people out there that were bigger, big, big Kobe fans. They had watched all his interviews and watched all of his, you know, his things. And when they heard that, they said, well, not to mention where so many responses that came through sounded like Kobe, like what he would actually say, not his voice, because we know his voice is being used, but the way he would say it. But he goes, there were a lot of people said at the end, when he said that he was done with the interview, they go, that was no doubt for sure, Kobe, the way he ended that interview. <laughs> it was just, it was, a, it was amazing. It was absolutely <laughs> amazing. And, um, yeah, it, it, it got over 300,000 views and, um, you know, I mean, I've done Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain was one of my favorite. It was just amazing stuff. But yeah, the Kobe was really powerful because it, you know, it, you know, people definitely left comments saying this was absolutely the best session I've ever seen, especially with Kobe or, and, uh, and I felt very honored because, uh, it, and, and what, one of the things came through one of the responses, I said, Hey Kobe, I said, this is, my name is Josh. You don't know me, but I said, this is, you know, I do this kind of work and the, I don't remember the response exactly, but the response came through is, you know, or I said, that was my name. I said, my name is Josh. And, and he said, that's all I know. That's all I know or something. That's all I've been told or all I know, or huh. I've been, or I've, or, you know, or, or that Kobe's been told that, or he knows that you can help him. That's what a spirit said that a spirit, a woman, a female voice said, uh, he knows that you can help him. So it was almost as if there was some kind of communication on the other side of like, Hey, there's a few people in the world that can do this kind of stuff. And this guy, Josh is one of them. He's going to reach out to you. You want to talk to him? You know, and that was kind of the feeling that I was getting. And it was like, Kobe was like, yeah, all right, I'll talk to him, you know? And, and, and so it was kind of like he came to the interview, not fully knowing what it entailed, who I was, but he was told by someone he trusted or by another spirit or something that, that this was okay. This was, this was going to work. You know, that was the feeling that I got. So it was pretty, it was pretty mind blowing, man. It sounds like it. That, that is absolutely incredible. And I've, I've listened to it and it's awesome. I, I haven't had a chance to listen to others, uh, but you you really liked what you got with Bourdain. You said, mm. I did two with Anthony Bourdain. The first one was just it was like the Kobe session, but even there was a lot of psychic information that I I, I spent an hour talking to him psychically, not really knowing if I'm talking to him, but know but getting information that wasn't of my own. It was wonderful. It was a real. It was like I it was. It felt more real than some of the conversations I have here in this, like on earth, like really? it was crazy. And what I realized with the Anthony Bourdain was a big learning experience for me. I went in my mind, I went to where he was. Then he came to where I was. We, we talked, we joked. I heard him cry. He said some other things. It was this whole thing. And then when I got him on the box, after talking to him for an hour, the evidence was just as strong as the Kobe. It was like he was right there speaking. It was the most, it was the most amazing experience. And what I realized was something that we just, as people just, Oh my God, we don't get, we don't understand is that the universe is not outside of us. The keys to the universe are literally within us. I can travel wherever I want without having to leave my seat. I know that sounds really wild and weird and kind of, you know, hokey, but the, but the reality is, is that I went to all these different planes and dimensions and I saw all kinds of things. And guess what? 
all of that is just a neat story if you tell it to someone without any kind of recordings or evidence or anything. It's all just a very nice story. But when you have the, the, the audible evidence that backs up what I just said that happened in my own head, well, now that, that creates something. That, or that's, that's, like, that's real, man. That's tangible. Yes. Oh, I just say it's so fired up over it. Cause it's just so crazy. It's, it's cool listening to you and, and the, and it's, it's shining through how excited you are about it. And, uh, Bourdain was somebody I really enjoyed watching. He was, Oh, I did too. Very smart, uh, snarky. Um, oh, he but, was. A, but a, a guy you could, I, I think you could just sit down and have a, a conversation and a dinner with. I'll tell you this. And that's exactly how I feel with him. Like he became a friend of mine in the afterlife. Like I can't describe to you how, like what that means, but I checked back with him a year after because a year after he died, they did some kind of like remembrance of him. It was like Anthony Bourdain day or something they did or something like that. Right. Okay. And I checked in with him on that day and I said on my recorder, just a voice recorder, like a digital Panasonic buy it at the store kind of recorder. And I said, Anthony, I said, it's been a year since your death and people are having a day of remembrance for you. Is there anything that you would like to say? And he said something like, thank you. It's nice, but they still pray for Andre the giant. <laughs> and it was one of the most Bourdain kind of a- answers. It was so, it was like a sarcastic snarky, like, yeah, well, they're still praying for Andre the giant. So please. And I freaking died. And it's yeah. on, it's a, it's a regular voice recorder. There's no sound source. It's like him whispering. And it's so clear. Wow. It's so clear. Oh, it's mind-blowing. I was like, that is so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> I love Andre the Giant, too, you know? Yeah. What a great, <laughs> great response. And, yeah, like you say, that's totally Bourdain. Uh, right, right. <laughs> so we retain a lot of our, you know, we retain our personality, our sense of humor, a lot of our, you know, and I tell people, I say, you know, I'm like, keep seeking a higher power. If, you, if you're turned off by religion, that's fine. You know, I, I get it. I don't blame you. But keep seeking a higher power because – you can amass wealth, you can amass properties and status in society and whatever else that you think you, but literally it could be gone. I mean, look at what we're going through right now. I mean, you could be health, you know, healthy, all of a sudden you catch this thing and now, and all, you know, and then, and then you're dead. I mean, and what are you bringing with you? What did you work on here that is, you're able to bring with you to the other side? Well, the only thing that you have is your experiences of love, of connection with your higher power your spiritual experiences, like just, I mean, these are the things that we can take with us. I mean, we can have wonderful experiences and with our families and, and traveling and accomplishing goals and businesses and all kinds of lovely things, but we can't lose sight of what we're actually, what's the point of why we're here, you know, to learn, to grow, to love, to get back in touch with our higher power, because this is a physical experience we're having. And so, you know, that won't, you know, there's, there's just impermanence in everything except our, except our souls, which is, you know, those are eternal. Absolutely. So I, you know, that's what I, that's really the message, the undercurrent and the message that I, I share in my videos is because I want people to start waking up to that more than anything. That is awesome. Josh, how do people, what's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody wants to reach out? Through the site. 
Okay. Yeah, I have a submission through the site. I mean, I do readings and stuff. I only do about one of these private box sessions a week because anymore I burn myself out. So clearly, you know, I only can do four a month of the private box sessions. If I do readings for people, I can do those more frequently because it's just me and my psychic ability Um, because they all take energy. So, you know, but if anyone does that or they want to just check out the channel, I do have a, um, a site that I have. It's Patreon where I have about a hundred people that follow me, um, on a more closer, you know, they follow my work. I post bonus stuff and, and extra things there. Um, I let people in a little bit more to the journey. So it's cool. You know, there's a couple different things that people can do. Okay. Um, yeah. And they can learn it all while being at the site. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, okay. absolutely. All of that's on hopeparanormal.com. Perfect. So we've got about oh, a minute and a half, two minutes, and I, I've got to be my normal weird self. Uh, have you ever thought about trying to contact aliens or Bigfoot? I'm asking for a friend. Uh, no, it's yeah, for no. me. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, you know, the Bigfoot thing, no. Aliens, yes, because I've Sweet. seen a few things in the sky. I'm a night watch, I, you know, sky watcher. I'll sit out back and I'll watch. And then um, I've done two sessions two or three where I was reaching out to Tesla and the amount of information that came through with that was pretty mind blowing. Um, and there was discussion of reptilians and other types of alien, um, um, civilizations and stuff. So there's been some really interesting information that has come out. I don't know if that's my calling right now or to still keep kind of, you know, hitting that area, but uh, it's all intertwined. It's all connected, you know? So, um, but they're out there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's my take that, you know, they're out there and I, and I probably will have some more communication, uh, pertaining to it at some point. Very good. Yeah. That's, that's just my own weird thoughts. And I, yeah, I do cool. appreciate you uh, going down that rabbit hole with me. Uh, sure. <laughs> Josh, we have burned through our time. It has been an absolute pleasure. It seems like we just barely started. And, I know. Uh, I feel like we just got going. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to have you on again if if you'd be so yeah, kind let in the me future. Know, man. I will. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks you got for being it. Thanks, on. Todd. Yeah, thank you. We'll be back with more My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox, and holy moly, did we have fun with Joshua Lewis talking about the other side, talking about the work he does with recordings, with input, talking to Kobe, talking to Bourdain. What a cool young man. I, I hope the best for him. I really enjoyed talking to him. I like what he's doing. He's got some more. We're going we're gonna to have him on again. I'm hoping at least two more times. He's going to be doing a book. He's got other things we can talk about in addition to that. And uh, fascinating. Time flew by. So uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I'm sure many of you even more because it was just awesome. I, I really enjoyed talking to him. Thank you, Joshua, for joining us. And thank all of you for joining us every week. It is by far my favorite hour of the week, the fastest hour of the week. And I look forward to getting to spending Saturday night with you guys every single week. Be sure to go see our sponsors, the Eastern Utah History and Tourism Association. They are wonderful. And I want you all to remember that you matter. 
until you multiply yourself by the speed of light squared, then you energy. We'll see you next week on my side of the universe on KOAL 1073 FM at 750 AM.